my stories. Written by my dad. It's my dad too. <laughs> Can we have our allowance now? Anna and Nugget. Anna went down to the stone beach with a bucket in her hand, hoping to find a treasure washed up by the tide. The waves rolled up and under the rocks, splashing over the boulders. She'd been searching for a while when she heard a sound. Someone was crying. Anna looked around, seeing she was still alone with the waves, the blue sky, and the rocks. There was a pile set back from the shore, too far up to be wet. Despite this, a squarish, pumpy piece of granite was damp. Anna stared at it. She watched two teardrops well up and fall along its surface, rolling over two points shaped like cheeks. She touched the stone, asking, A crying rock? A notch opened, followed by a second, revealing blue eyes. There was a mouth as well. The rocks rolled back, looking at her with stony lips curled down in a frown. I'm sorry to have bothered you. Sorry to have interrupted your walk, the rocky face said in a low, sad voice, swallowing a sob. <laughs> Anna sat down. It's okay, she said, holding her bucket towards him. I haven't found anything anyway. May I ask why you're crying? The rock turned and looked around, making certain they were alone. I'd really rather not say. It was all my fault, you understand. Now I'm stuck. It's embarrassing. Um, no, I can't say that I do understand. Not unless you tell me. Anna pointed out. The sad blue eyes stared at her. Maybe I could help, she added. He rolled onto his side, not just the rock that was his head, but the entire rock man made from many stones. They crunched against each other as he moved. He'd been lying face down with his head turned and half buried in the crook of his arm. He had a back and shoulders made from two boulders and arms that were long and stout. His legs looked too tiny to carry him. They were short and broad beneath, sticking out into the sand as he sat. Anna moved back a little, avoiding the kicked up sand. The rock man saw the surprise on her face. Have you never seen a rock before? He asked. Not when they could talk and move. You'd be the first for that. You're a bit strange to me also. I've never seen a... whatever you are before. You see, I'm not from around here. I'm a girl, and my name is Anna, she said in response. She was going to hold her hand out to be polite, but looking at his thick stone fingers, she thought better of it, bowing a little instead. And my name is Nugget. They call me that because I'm kind of small for my age. He was only a head taller than her, sitting down, of course, but twice as wide. In fact, he was nearly as wide as he was tall, minus those short little legs. How old are you? She asked. Only about 500 million years, but I slept through most of that. The weather has taken its toll on me, and I've gotten smaller faster than I should have. He reached down to the sand, lifting up a handful. It happens to all of us, I suppose. He let it run slowly through his fingers. That's really old, Anna said. Is that why you're crying? Because you're old? No, being old is fine. What else could I be but old? He paused for a moment, waiting. Anna had been told she was too young often enough. She thought the answer was so obvious that she didn't need to respond. Finally, Nugget confessed. I'm only upset because of my brother. We fought, you see. I was being stubborn, and he's a poor sharer. I was in his spot, a lovely sunny spot, and I refused to move. So he picked me up, and he tossed me. As I'm small for my age, and he's quite large and strong, he was able to throw me far. Now I'm stuck here. Anna looked one way, then the other down the beach, expecting to see another rock man, a much bigger one. But there was no one, not as far as she could see. Nugget shook his head. No, I came from out there, 
He pointed towards the ocean. My brother and I lived on an island. Anna looked out, seeing the island. That one there? She asked. Nugget nodded his head toward a distant tree-lined shore that sat beneath the setting sun. It didn't look that far away to Anna. In fact, she was certain she could swim there if she had to. She thought about doing it before, but there was a strange thing about the island. Sometimes it wasn't there at all. She had asked her dad about it once before when they came to the beach, but he had no idea what she was talking about, as if he couldn't see it. He threw you from all the way over there? Anna asked. He's very strong, Nugget said. You could probably swim that far. I know I could, Anna said, standing up. It's further than it looks, Nugget warned while watching Anna go closer to the shore. And I don't know how to swim. In fact, I think it's rather impossible for someone like me. I'm a rock, you see, and we have a tendency of sinking. That's true, I suppose, Anna said while still looking at the island. It really didn't seem that far away. She turned and looked towards the tall grass and the path that led back to her house. That's where her father kept his rowboat, a little white wooden craft. Anna knew he'd be angry if anything happened to it. He built that little boat himself. Still, she looked at Nugget and knew she had to help him. She imagined how it would be to be trapped in a foreign land, not able to see your family again. Come with me, she said, marching towards the boat. Nugget got to his feet, rolling himself forward and putting his hands on the ground. He moved slowly, taking one small step at a time, tilting from side to side. Excuse me, excuse me, he said politely to every rock he climbed over, even though none seemed to be bothered. Can you lift this? Anna asked as he climbed up beside her. There was a small set of wheels in the boat that had to be slid underneath. He took the boat by the bow and pulled it straight up, nearly lifting the whole thing off the sand. Anna placed the wheels, saying, That's good. You can put it back down. Then she took a line that was tied to the front and pulled the little craft towards the water. Her father had moved many of the larger rocks out of the way, making an easier path to the shore. Still, the boat was bigger than Anna, and it was made from heavy wood. She struggled to get it going, till Nugget gave it a push. Anna dragged it past the rocks and into the waves. Her dress got wet, but that didn't bother her nearly as much as the shocking chill that ran up her legs. The ocean was icy and deep here, and the waves tried their best to push the little boat back onto the shore. As it began to float, it became much easier to pull. The wheels floated as well, popping up at the back. Nugget, who had followed her, bent down and picked them up, tossing them into the boat. Now you, Anna said, coming to the bow, trying to hold it steady. It was a good thing Nugget's arms were very strong, and that he was top-heavy too. If not, it would have been impossible for him to heave himself in. As it was, his entrance was less than graceful. He rolled headfirst over the side, tumbling onto the floor. Anna instantly felt the boat drop down and touch the bottom. Wow! She said, trying to pull the boat further out while waves splashed over the side. The boat sat too low in the water, and it started to fill. Anna managed to tug it along a little further, holding the line with one hand, while digging into the bottom, pulling with all her might. The boat floated again, but not very well. Anna pulled further and further till the water was almost at her chest, till she was far enough from the shore that the waves were no longer breaking. She swam and walked down the boat's side, looking at Nugget, who'd hunkered down near the back, anxiously waiting for her. He held out his hand, but she waved it off, knowing she could do this better by herself. Pushing off from the bottom, she bobbed up like a cork and hauled herself in. Unfortunately, more water came pouring in as well. Anna looked for anything to bail it out, but there was nothing. She glanced back at the shore and saw her bucket there, wishing she had it with her now. Somehow the island seemed further away 
Still, she said she could do this, and she wasn't going to quit. She took the oars. They were heavy and hard to move, but with Nugget's help, she got them into their laps. She pulled back as hard as she could, struggling to move the little boat forward. Water was still coming over the side, and the bow was nearly buried in the waves as she rowed. She sat backwards, looking at the shore they'd come from. She could see her house above the wall of reeds in the forest of bushes. Nugget looked scared, holding onto the sides. Anna could see how dark the water was. She could only imagine how deep it might be. It was foolish to think she could swim here. The water was far too rough, and the wind was picking up, pushing the little boat around. It sloshed and tipped with each wave. Anna could feel it in her stomach. They were too heavy. This is going to end badly, she thought as one side of the boat tilted. She felt the whole thing turning, ready to flip. She looked at Nugget and saw the fear on his face. All I wanted to do was help, she cried silently, knowing what was going to happen. He'd go straight to the bottom. There'd be no saving him. He'd sink like the stone that he was. Suddenly the boat was righted. The waves still splashed against it, but they could no longer push it around. Something held them firm and steady. Anna looked over the side and saw solid ground beneath them. Stones had closed around the boat's sides, bracing it. Had they run aground? It didn't feel like they'd hit anything. The boat began to move. It came up from the water, quickly traveling back to shore. As they came closer and closer to Anna's home, she noticed that the boat wasn't even touching the ocean. They were being lifted up. She went to the bow and looked down, seeing a mountain, or at least a hill beneath them made of boulders and massive stones. There was a face there, looking sternly ahead while they were held high in the air. The little boat was placed carefully on the shore, well above the tide. It was so full that it looked like a bathtub of salty seawater. Anna and Nugget got out and looked back at the thing that had saved them. It was as tall as a building, two or three times taller than her house, and it was looking at them. Much like Nugget, it was a pile of stones with blue eyes and a face. It frowned as well but not with sorrow. Its rocky face was painted with concern. This is my brother Hillock, Nugget nodded. Hillock looked at Anna. Thank you for saving us, she said. Slowly, his voice rolled out. You're welcome. And his sad eyes fell on Nugget. I'm very sorry, little brother. I shouldn't have done that. It took well over a minute for him to say this, as the words ground out from deep inside him. It's my fault. Nugget said. I shouldn't have taken your spot. You've had it for a hundred thousand years. I should have known better. Massive shoulders, six stories away, shrugged as Hillock asked. Can we go home now? He reached down, placing his hand on the ground for Nugget to step onto. Nugget looked at the hand, then looked at the island in the distance. How will we get there? Neither of us can swim. The same way I came. We'll walk along the bottom, Hillock said. But it's dark and scary down there. Nugget was looking nervously at the water. And how will we breathe? Anna added. Hillock took a deep breath, filling his rocky chest. He let the air out slowly. Ah, breathing. It can be quite nice, but we don't have to do it. We just let the wind move through us for fun. He turned to his brother. And there's nothing to be frightened down there in the dark. I will be with you the whole way. Nugget stared at the water. Then he looked at his giant brother and nodded his head. Wait! Anna called before he climbed on. She ran up to him. I just want to say goodbye. She leaned in and hugged his rocky form. Nugget touched her back gently. 
She stepped away, waving as Hillock took him up. Then he turned, slowly disappearing beneath the tide. She stayed on the shore for a long time, watching the island in the distance. She waited to see the brothers climb back up onto the distant shore. She didn't want to leave till she knew they were safe. But then she heard her father calling. It was time to go. She turned to her home and saw the rowboat still filled with salt water. It'd be too heavy for her to tip, but her bucket wasn't far away. <laughs>